I'm Shay. And I'm Jay. And this is the mother and son duo where we come to you each week and we talk about various topics that are going on in today's world and things that are uh, relevant in the life of a parent nowadays and the life of a teenager nowadays. So today we're talking about what is it social injustice is what you wanted to say talk about things with race you know race in general yeah yeah well so people being mean to other people because they look different yeah yeah it doesn't even have to be race yeah so let's start with you in because i know you were about to tell me a story about oh, yeah. something that happened recently. So let, let's start with that, and then we'll kind of yeah. branch off from there. Well, you'll see it all over. Um, so I don't know if you know, but the for, I want to say like two or three days last week, um, the NBA went on a complete hiatus due to Black Lives Matter. Hmm. And... A few of the players decided, no, we're not gonna even gonna step on the floor. We're gonna um, stay in the locker room instead of going out. And then everybody's like, all right, us too. And then they were just like, you know, cancel games for like, you know, however many days until we, you know, get our message out that this is wrong. And then in the comments of every single post, like, hey, we're not playing today, because they would post about it. And then you know, show the players in the locker room, you know, whatever. In the comments, they're like, this is so dumb, this is so dumb. Um, just because a black man got shot, you don't want to play basketball. And then they were like, shut up and dribble, you know? And then uh, there, was, there was a few of them, they were like, um, you're rich, why do you care, or whatever. Um, wow. And I forget who it was, but... Somebody posted, they were like, before I was rich, before I played basketball, before I did anything ever. I was black. I was black. I yeah, was, yeah. I was going to you know? say that. And then he was like, before I was rich, I was broke. You know? Before I knew anything about myself, I was that. I was black. You know? And it's like, before... And it's even then, it's like, at some point, They've all felt that pressure and that prejudice toward them. Whether it was there or not, you know, say you get pulled over or something, like, your heart might sink, you know? You yeah. feel it, even if it's not there, just because it's, you know, it's a social now, stigma. Now, you, you may not know the answer to this question, but these comments that were being posted were, these comments that were being made, were they by white people? Yeah. Yeah. Most. I, yeah. And see, I think that is the and thing. There, there were comments to the comments like, hey, what do you know about this? And then they were like, oh, there were certain comments that were like, um, why do you care about them? Um, because he deserved it. He, if you don't comply, you deserve to be shot. Because how does the officer know how far this can escalate? So they have to end it right there. And um, 
the person said, um, well, that's the op- officer's job to take the bullet, not the offender, because it's the officer's job to protect. And if they need to take a bullet, a bullet for anyone near them, that's what they do. That's what they signed up for. But they never signed up to kill people. But see, that's the thing, to too, that it, in more recent times, what what's so what's so good about the times that we're living in now is that with social media and these smartphones and these smart devices, whereas back when I was your age, these things weren't out. So things would just happen. And, and then even before, because I'm not even that old, but even before me. But now things are happening and they're being caught on camera and video and things like that. And what I'm what you what you see is that this is not just there there are white people out there that are committing crimes and yet when they do they get the fair chance of being talked to or being you know at least handcuffed and then put in the back of the car and then heard you know heard like getting their side out whereas if you are a black person you know that's that's it you you know you're automatically guilty and at risk right then and there of losing your life and there's very little that you can do at that point you just kind of have to hope and pray that things work out in your favor because there's very little that you can do and it's it's frustrating to hear people Mm -hmm. say things like oh well if you don't resist how many people aren't resisting or doing anything but yet they still lose their life simply because of the color of their skin. So I think mm. what I would like to see from white people is to stop being so, A, defensive. Because we understand that you'll never get it. Like, you'll never... Because, I mean, that's like whatever problem a man might face in this world, that's like asking me to understand it. And, like, I'll never understand what it's like to be a man because I'm not a man. But... So it's the same thing for white people. You'll never understand what it's like to be black, but you can still have compassion and understanding and at least put yourself in a position where you're like, you know what, well, let me shut up and at least listen, you know, and have hmm. compassion. Um, one thing, uh, LeBron James said this, actually. He said... um. What people don't realize is that half the time it doesn't even start with stop resisting. It starts with, I just got pulled over. I hope he didn't have a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. He said, when I get pulled over, I don't know how, how this man feels. I don't know if he just got done having an argument with his wife before he left the house. I don't know if his kid brought home an F. I don't know what just happened to him before he pulled me over. Because he could be coming to me in a ball of rage. And he wants, to, something and he wants to do something. I, I don't even have... I, my hands are on mm-hmm. the steering wheel. I, nothing. And I still get shot because he had a bad day. But, but then here's the bigger part. It's justified. Meaning that it, They'll moment, justify it just by saying he yeah, didn't comply. Right. And it, but so he that, can get that rage that out should on never that, be that a black justification person or that person of color. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like, that'll happen in school. Like, kids will cuss out a teacher. So what? Go to the principal's office. You don't get shot, you know? 
Right. Like that that'll happen anywhere. People won't comply. But like when is when has it ever been okay because somebody doesn't want to do something, they just get shot. And that's another thing going around with this whole you have Black Lives Matter. I feel like people are just constantly trying to deflect. Any possible way you can deflect because there there's also all lives matter, which you know, I think lately there's some really great analogies that are coming out with the whole, well, if your neighbor's house is on fire, nobody's going to stand in the street talking about, well, why isn't anybody pouring water on my house? Well, your house is not the one on fire. Your neighbor's house is on fire. So, you know, it's the same thing. But more recently, have you heard of like Blue Lives Matter, meaning police officers? And I heard a great comeback to that in that you are a police... First of all, Blue Lives Matter is not a thing. You signed up for that. It is not a thing. Like, you are a police officer. That is a job. That is a career. You chose to put that uniform on and go to work. That is your job. And at any moment, if you feel like this is too much for me, you can quit. Yeah, yeah easier said than it's done. But the bottom line black. is you can what about the rest of us? Yeah. There isn't enough bleach in the world. We're, we'll still be black. Like, I mean, and, you, you know, know what I, I mean? I and that's not a choice. My English teacher told me, well, not me specifically, but he told the class, because we were reading something by an African, African-American author from like the 1800s, and he was a former slave, and he was talking about um slavery. And then he was like, it it amazes me how people could have been so ignorant as to, you know, owning another person and putting another person down just because they were a different skin color. Because he was like, um, the amount of DNA that separates people in skin is like point zero 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 something. Like... There are more differences in the color of our hair than there are in the color of our skin, in the color of our eyes, than the color of our skin. Like the color of our skin, is is it's literally like all a different shade of brown. It's the dumbest argument in the world and it, when you like, really think about it. Like, I I could I could I could have a child with a white woman who has the exact same complexion as you, and and they're still black. But like. I don't. I don't understand. It's the stupidest. Because when you really, we're, we're sit, not. We're not different. When you really sit and and think about racial issues, like you're white, I'm black, and the fact that we're not gonna like each other because your skin is peach or pink or whatever, and I'm brown, like nothing else. We're not talking about character. We're not talking about the past. Maybe things you've done to me, things I've done to you. We're not talking about anything we're just talking about the fact that your color is one way and my color is another like is that not the dumbest thing like it's so stupid it's the stupidest argument when you really break it down especially considering anyone when the skin tears blood bleeds it's it's all red the same the same it's the it's the stupidest thing and just and and i think that goes to show how silly it is because when you do let's say you cut somebody from you know top of the head middle all the way down to the bottom cut them right in half like you're dissecting something in a science class like everyone has 
the heart, the the kidneys, the liver, the lungs, the you know, the spleen, yeah. the rib cage and the stomach and it's the same. It's the same makeup, you know? It's 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 really a silly argument. But so just to wrap this conversation up, unless there's anything else specific on this topic. I mean, I just, I had a question. What? Go ahead. I was about to say, you said you had a question. Well, my question was just, I just wanted to pick your brain as a teenager. Like, you are the future, you know? So, Mm -hmm. I'm just curious from, you know, from a 15-year-old's head looking forward, looking ahead. What do you think? What do you think the change needs to be? What do you think needs to happen from here on out going forward to see some serious change? Well, first off, I mean, I heard the ra- that racism, it starts in the home, in the community, because you were never born hating anyone, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... That's true. You know... Even if you find a person, like, visually unattractive, like, there are people who are married to, like, super ugly people, and they could have gotten someone better, but why are they with them? Because they probably have, like, a good character. They're a nice person. And no one is born hating anyone. Um, But it starts in the home. And you see the way, even if you're not taught that, you know, you see the way that your parents act, you see the, you know, the way that your parents treat, um, you know, whether it be, you know, Mexicans, black people, Asian, Indian, whatever, um, then you kind of turn into that. You see the way that your your community is, and then you see, okay, I'm in an all-white high school, I'm white, never seen a black person, only seen them on TV, all of them look like thugs, they wear their hats backwards, they sag, they do this, they hold guns, they rap, or they die and go to jail. Um... And I don't like that, so I don't like black people, you know? And it starts there. It starts in uh, making sure everybody knows the culture because that was a thing that I heard. Not even all white people understand black people. There are certain white people who literally think black people are as dull as play sports, hold guns, go to jail, do this, do that, I'm a thug, whatever. You know, the normal stuff. Normal, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. But, um... Um... But they don't understand that, like, it's so much more... Like, we're the same, really. You know, we're just like you, but darker. Um... Nappier. Um... <laughs> uh... And, like, some people, they grew up, they've never seen a black person. They can't do anything about that. You can't you know, do anything about the fact that you were born in this place that, you know, you've never seen anything darker than a piece of paper, but, um, or the night time when you go to sleep, but, um, I think the main thing is, maybe it's in school, maybe it's what you show on TV, but at the same time, like, so what? I don't, people just need to teach their younger people to be more 
loving and understanding and open to what other people are because other people are amazing if you let them be that but when you put a damper on it and you tell people you are this you are a thug you are a criminal sometimes they end up being that just because of that you know yeah because i heard i've heard it a few times different places i didn't even do anything I, I, I won't even be doing anything. But mm-hmm. If I hear a siren, I'm running. Yeah. And it's just because that's that's what they've put in us, you know? Yeah. You didn't do a thing. You were just sitting wherever you were at. But I hear a siren, I'm running. Why? Because you're scared. Why? Because you're black. Why? Because white people are, you know, afraid of what they see on the movies. You know? They're well, young black person, if you're listening, don't do that. You hear yeah. sirens, don't run. You automatically look guilty. So don't do that. Yeah, but I get, I get the you instinct. Get into a criminal I get the instinct to run. Right, right. From the beginning. Correct. So yeah. I, think, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that it starts in the home. I think that's a great tip that we can leave um, this episode with where... Um, so... And I think what's important is it's not just black people, you know, not just black families making sure that your children are educated on the culture and know that there's more for them in this world other than sports and um, uh, what else was it? That's it. Rapping. Rap. Right. Sorry. The music industry. That was it. Um, there's more than that. You know, literally, the sky is the limit. Anything I mean, I've heard that, like, this, that you these can are be. My only two ways out. Yeah, I rap. So I, I play ball. Right. Or I go to jail. Right. So it not. starts in, but uh, there you go. It starts in the home, making sure that all children know that they can be anything they want to be. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of like. There's a lot of bad things in this world. But that's the beautiful thing about this world and about life is that whether people want to believe it or not, we all have the same clean slate. Yeah. And, and I know there's some that will beg to differ. They're like, no, well, you were raised in a great home. I was raised in a poor home and my parents were crackheads. So my start was worse. I'm not even talking about the circumstances, but the bottom line is everyone can be and do anything they want to be. Granted, it may be a little hard for you being raised by crackhead parents maybe, yeah. whereas maybe for me, I had some well-to-do parents. I mean, I didn't. It's just an example. But so it may be a little harder for some than it is for others, but it's possible for every single person and to not make excuses. But um the bottom line is it starts in the home, but what I was trying to say, and I got sidetracked, is not only for black people, but for white people as well, To in your homes as well. Make sure you're educating your kids and exposing them to culture and diversity, you know? Making sure, because I think, you know, as black people, it's important. You want your kids to see, watch television shows with black people in it. You want them to see color in their toys you want them to see color and diversity in their schools in the church wherever it is you take them like that's something 
you're constantly mindful of. You want them to see, I know for me anyway, like I never wanted to go to an all black church or an all white church. I wanted a place that was diverse. I wanted my kids to see the rainbow. And I think that should be the goal for every household, for every family to not just isolate your child to only your kind, whether it's black people or white people, but go out of your way to try to find diversity. And I forget who it was, but it's someone who's very, like, racial norm bending. Um, And he's a black man. And he said when he was growing up, his mom didn't expose him to many uh, black things. She would, you know, make him watch, like, telenovela, listen to, like, Elton John, you know, listen to this thing make him hang out with like Asian people you know just be around literally everything and then uh, listen to every kind of music play every sport so that from there he would choose who he is and um because what he said he noticed in the black community when he grew up being who he was and the way he was because he was like really quirky or whatever you know people would say that's not black mm. And, you know, people would call him, like, whitewashed or whatever. Or, you know, that's, you know, why why are you listening to that music, you know? Mm. That's a white guy. Um, and he said, you are what you are, and your skin is what it is. But at the end of the day, on the inside, we, we are all red. You know, we have, all have blood in there. And, you know, our heart beats the way it beats. And... You know, the way you feel is the way you feel. And the way somebody else feels is the way somebody else feels. And at the end of the day, he said, if they if they don't like you, F them, is what he said. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, although they are your brothers, although they are black, there's just as much difference between you and them as there is with the white guy beside you. So mm-hmm. if he's the only person who embraces you for you, and if they're the only person who embraces you for you, just be with them. Mm-hmm. And... He said, um, I'm always going to be me, even though they said that's not black, because I never saw myself as black. I saw myself as, insert his name. Um, And that's the way you have to see yourself. Although, yeah, you can't forget you're black. You Mm -hmm. you can't just be like, I'm not black. Right. But you're, you're you first. You know, and when you show yourself as that, you don't show yourself as this stereotype, you know. It it's it's way easier for you to be you. It's way easier for, you know, a police officer to be like, Oh, he's wearing a floral shirt and a baseball cap that says I like cats, you know? Right. You know, it, it, he's not wearing the stereotypical chain grill, whatever, you know. You know, he's driving a Prius. What what is he doing, you know? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, there you have it. I think that was a great way to wrap things up in that um, be you. Don't, you know, we, we all play a part in this. Don't wrap yourself up in these stereotypes that have, that have boxed us in, right? And mm-hmm. plagued us for, you know, decades and decades and decades. Centuries. <laughs> you know? Centuries. There we go. That's the word. I tell you.
They couldn't do this without you. Centuries. <laughs> Centuries. I just said decades and decades. Anyway. Um, yeah. Don't fall uh, slave to these um, stereotypes. And, and be you. Like what you like. You know, if you're into chess. What if, what if that was you? And what if you're like, I just, I just really like being a thug. Well, hey. Then, you know, then... <laughs> That's another. <laughs> You're messing up the ending. We had a nice little wrap up there. All right. Well, thugs that's be thugs. Th- thugs be thugs. That yeah. Should be the name. What? That should be the name of this episode. Yeah. Thugs, be thugs. thugs be thugs. All right. Well, yeah. Be bottom line. Be you. If you're a thug, be you. If you're not, not. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. And uh, till next time. Yeah.